Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Season 2 finale of... Is this place haunted? Well, so far, Andy, our connection has been... That that was Welsh. I'm not going to lie, that was very Welsh. That was a little bit Welsh, but we could move past it. Haunted. (laughs) Is this place haunted? Is this place haunted, is it? As we said, your your Wi-Fi is. is. (laughs) My Wi-Fi is shit. The Wi-Fi's been a little bit haunted, but we got there in the end. And as you guys will notice, Lauren's not here, but we've got a very special guest from our friends over at Spooky Island Radio. We've got Andy. Hello, mate. Thank you again for having me back. Thank you for coming on. We always... I'm saying we, but Lauren's not here. I love to have you on. Speak on our behalf. Speaking on our behalf, we love having you on. And... um. Yeah, we were just speaking about, I asked you before, the Wi-Fi ruined our conversation. Um, but Lauren and I, since we've started this podcast, have had some spookier things happen. Like, I wonder if it does open you up to, to things. Is that something that you have experienced? Yeah, I, d- I definitely think so. Um, but I think this is quite creepy, but I couldn't really focus before because I was like, I think it's frozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, so, so the other night, not not much has happened that I've noticed. But um, the other night, I was sat on the couch. I've been to the been to the bathroom, came out, out and let like shut the door, <laughs> but didn't close it. Um, and I'd accidentally left the light on. But from my couch, you can see see the uh, hallway where the bathroom is, um, and the cat was sat um, right by the door trying to get in because that's where her litter tray is um i really couldn't be asked getting up so i was like she'll figure it out and uh, um just out of the corner of my eye like the, the door just opened really slightly and i thought oh maybe she's knocked it with her paw but she like looked up 
and walked in like somebody was stood there and had pushed the door open for, for her. Oh my god. It was like she was staring at something. Nope. I was like, uh, it was like 11 o'clock <laughs> at night and I was like, I haven't got time for this. Um, yeah. Um, I first of all want to apologise because I do have a cough, guys, and I'm really sorry. Second of all, um, that's terrifying. Well, <laughs> isn't it? I was like, I think it's really creepy when I it's pets. Yeah. When it's stuff like that, and we were talking about when on our attempt number five hundred to record this, <laughs> when we were talking about you had said you'd listen to our Ouija board episode. Yeah. And I can remember super well weird things were happening when we recorded that. Um, I I wonder whether you are op- more open to stuff. I don't know. But um, one of the, the words that came through on the Ouija board was Brendan. And you said, have Sorry. you spoken to a Brendan since? And I was like, fuck, yes, I have. I actually have. <laughs> Who knows? It seems to have come true. But mm-hmm. weird. Very weird. There was weird things happening. Like, I think I said to you on the previous recording that I had a wall calendar above me when we were recording that. And it was like somebody was physically tapping it, like, to flicker the pages. It was so bizarre. I just... I think it definitely does open you up a bit more. Um, Like, sometimes I... When I've done, like, UFO episodes, I'm like... God, please don't come and take me away. Literally, like, literally. That was Lauren and I. That was Lauren and I when she did an episode on. Oh, I'm so bad with road names, but it was one of the roads in Scotland. <laughs> um, that there's been UFO. I want to say it's not the A90. It's a road that begins with A. Um, had some abductions on it, and yeah. we freaked ourselves out. We were like, "Shit, are we going to open ourselves up to aliens?" Yeah, I, I. I... I'm like, please don't abduct me. It's just a story. It's just, I'm just reeling things off, you know. Please don't take me away. Have you ever read or have you ever heard of the story? I think it might have been on another podcast that um, this girl went on this Tinder date with this guy who she thought ended up being an alien. Really? Yeah, like she was like walking home and like he just walked into a field and then disappeared. Maybe he just wasn't that into her. I know. I like, was like, it's really, it's taking Ghost into a whole new level, isn't it? <laughs> she had to make up the story because she couldn't handle the rejection, I think. Yeah, people were like, what happened on that date? And you're like, guys, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> He's actually an alien. Alien. He is an alien. Alien. E.T. I just loved it. <laughs> Have you ever had any alien experiences yourself? I, I haven't. I mean... Mark takes the piss out of me because when we when I first moved to London, I thought I could see lights in the sky, um, but it was probably just Heathrow Airport because I live right next to it. Fair, but have you seen but all the, the things happening in Vegas at the moment? No. Oh, with all the the air bl- the balloons. No, well, no, actually, I don't think it is this. Like people literally filmed on their phone like this weird hovering aircraft over Vegas, like on like a busy night. Yeah. No, I've not seen. That. Weird. It's very weird. I mean, my 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 little sister seemed to believe that she consistently saw strange lights in the sky um, around where, where I used to live by Liverpool. Um, 
yeah, she was she was convinced. But I used to live quite close to somewhere called Delamere Forest, mm-hmm. um, up north in Cheshire. But that's supposedly like a UFO hotspot. I think uh, Yvette did an episode of her podcast on it. Did she? Mm, like an early one. Thank you for your patience with my lungs, Andy. Um, I've had to pause to go and get a throat speak. But we're back. Um, we're back. We are back. I, I do think I do think doing this, and I suppose researching these things does open you up. Yeah, I mean, they always say, don't they, it's like the sceptics are sceptics because they don't, they're not open to it. Yeah. Whereas people who are, like, empathic or believe in ghosts, or you know whatever it's not like you're always looking for something but, but you're willing to believe something yeah it happen and like you rule everything else out i think as well like with aliens and stuff there it's a lot more widely accepted now to believe in aliens like in a few yeah. like 10 years ago somebody was like i believe in ufos you would think they were crazy but yeah. now, I mean, I don't know if I believe in green men and spaceships, but I think it would be naive yeah. to think that we're the only life force in the whole universe, you know? Yeah, 100%. I mean, like, ever since school, I've always thought there's definitely some sort of life because all it takes is for, like, your piece of rock to be the right distance away from the sun. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's just there's billions and billions of solar systems, so it's like... How can we be the only rock? Do you know what I mean? But there's got to be something. And we were talking about this today at work, actually, when we were obviously working very hard. Um, We were talking about whether... Would you be one of the first people to go to space when we can go? Uh, Absolutely not. I thought you were going to say absolutely. I was like, you've got bigger balls than me because I would not. I dread getting... And on a plane to Spain in the summer. Yeah, no, I feel absolutely that. Absolutely no way. You're getting me on a rocket. Oh my god! When I went to New Zealand, I dreaded that flight. But it was actually so long that you stop caring about like because I'm quite sca- I'm quite a scared flyer. I don't yeah, love yeah. flying, but you after flying for a day and a half, you're like honestly dying wouldn't be the worst thing now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm ready for it. I was just like, you're just so <laughs> tired that you don't care. And I can remember between airports, um, I made you have to go through security again and again with every stop. So yeah. I got off in Qatar, went through security, got through, got myself a big bottle of water, and then I had to go through security a second time in the same airport. I was like, are you joking? What the fuck is this? I was like, what are you doing? I just want to drink water. I just want to drink <laughs> On this flight, and you could see in his face, he was like, "I'm really sorry." <laughs> and I was like, "Y'all, I just want water. Why are you being a hater?" Yeah. Uh, did, did you watch that um, that recent documentary on the MH7 flight or something? I can't remember. What's oh called. no, I don't think I did. Um, you know about the uh, Malaysia flight. That oh we just yeah, yeah. But um, it's on Netflix now. It's quite good. Obviously, you never know what happens, but um, my mate, she was going to Italy a couple of weeks ago, and um, I was texting her, just, she was, I was like, oh, have you, take, have you landed yet? She was like, landed, we're not even left yet, it's delayed. I was like, well, that sucks to be you, but you know, um, <laughs> I mean, she had a great time. 
you know, it took off in the end. But I was like, what are you doing? So I'm sat on the runway and she was like, this has just come up on my um, Netflix as a suggestion to watch. And it was that show. No. <laughs> about the plane that we're missing. I was like, maybe don't watch it before takeoff. Maybe don't. Maybe give that one a miss. One of my friends was on a flight in Glasgow airport and I think was on the flight ready to take off when terrorists tried to attack Glasgow airport. I don't know if you remember. Famously, they tried to drive into it and then the guy punched him. (laughs) (laughs) The Scottish guy at the airport punched him. Don't mess about in Glasgow. Listen, in the words of Michael (laughs) McIntyre, don't fuck with Scottish people that have a holiday booked. Do you know? Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, John, famously, John Smeaton punched this guy in the face. And, but but you but you were on the flight, you know, it couldn't take off. Yeah. But then also, there wasn't anything necessarily wrong. So, anyway, I think I'd rather be delayed in the airport than on the airplane, for sure. Yeah, 100%. The flight from here home is so quick, it's like, you literally go up and then you go down again, which is also I mean, what she said. That's why I have a flight. <laughs> if only that was the flight to New Zealand. Do you know what I mean? I know. <laughs> up and down. Oh, I know. That that kind of long haul flight. I, I mean, I'm only speaking for myself, but it's one of those things. I think, I think the thought of it's almost a little bit worse than actually doing it. Like when you're in the midst of yeah. doing it, you're like, you have full acceptance. And I went yeah. with Qatar Airways, who were quite fabulous. Fabulous. They were extremely fabulous. So, and if you book directly through them, you got like upgrade to premium economy for no other price. Oh. So, uh, yeah, it ended up being actually quite a delight. <laughs> I was like, I don't really want to get off the plane. I quite like having just to get fed and, and watered and having to watch movies is quite nice. Stay on for the return flight. So, like, oh, I might go back. I might go back to Auckland. <laughs> this is great. Um, So, Anyway, we we we've <laughs> divulged, diverse, digressed, digressed. <laughs> Andy, it's been a long week and it's only Tuesday. It really has been. It's been a long decade, <laughs> I'm telling you. Twenty twenty, COVID. Literally. Oh. I showed people at work today. Um, I'm working in psychiatry at the moment, mm. so I showed some of the psychiatrists. We were talking about true crime documentaries. And oh, I, yeah. and I like every single one they mentioned are like true crime cases. I was like, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I've seen that. And they were like, okay. That and so I told them to watch the one in the Cecil Hotel on Netflix. I was like, it's genuinely really oh, yeah. good. And I told them about Elisa Lamb. And they were like, oh, I don't know if I've heard of her. And I was like, I would love to get your guys' opinion as psychiatrists, like you know, like mm-hmm. on how she's presented and stuff like that. I mean, definitely to me, I think she was having probably a psychotic episode. I don't necessarily she, think it was... She was found in the world at the time, wasn't she? But there was she was. video footage of her, like, she was being... Very bombed. erratic, very erratic. Um, yeah. But I think her autopsy showed that she was, like, not taking her kind of mood-stabilising medicines and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, and, like, you know, from seeing people who are in that state of mind, like, she could have well thought she was being chased and needed to hide somewhere, you know? And just jumped yeah. in that water tank as a survival thing because... Even though we know that if that wasn't necessarily real, that would have felt so real to her. So I showed yeah. the video of her in the the elevator video to them, and they were like, "Yeah, like she does look like she's 
hallucinating and an episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's just really tragic that she died that way. But really good, really good series to watch. So I've told them all to watch it. <laughs> Get back to me. <laughs> yeah, I watched that one. Did you see the? Um, it's sort of related. The what's his name? Uh, he killed his wife and two daughters. Chris Watts and Shannon. Chris Watts. Yes. Have you seen the the body cam footage? Yes. That's so freaky. Where you can see Shannon in the mirror. Yeah, and you can see the kid at the top of the stairs. Yes. Oh, it gives me shivers every time. Yeah. Lauren, that, that was really good. Lauren actually yeah. sent me a video, and I can send it to you. Um, this guy on YouTube does, like, EVP sessions, spirit box sessions, and he has one with Shanann. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, I've not seen it. I've sent it to me. She comes through so clear. It is the creepiest thing ever. Like, shivers the whole time. She comes through and he's like, he, I think he says something like, I'm really sorry for what happened to you. Like, you, you had your whole life ahead of you. And mm. she literally responds, it's her voice. And it's like, yep, I did. It is the creepiest thing. And She's not bitter about it then. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah, Maybe I don't did. watch it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Too creepy a night. It's not his fault. <laughs> it's not his fault, no. But... <laughs> It is wild communication and you can hear her like shouting on her little girls like saying like CC Bella I know so I'm glad they're all together I know I know I know it's terrifying as well because Chris Watts like there was not really any warning signs that he was going to end up doing that he's like a total family annihilator out of the blue Mm -hmm. like a narcissist wasn't he he's like Obsessed. He was like obsessed with himself, wasn't he? What I like, don't get, like, I don't get being able to override your like parental instinct to, to actually yeah. physically take the life of your own children because you wanted to date your mistress. Yeah, I mean, it. But the thing to me is, it's not even like an act of anger. So like, he didn't. He killed the his wife first, didn't he? Yep. But then. He didn't, like, have a fit of rage and go and shoot his daughters. He, like, no. got them in the car, drove them out to, like, where he worked. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've had all that yeah. time to come around and be, be, like... And he planned it for days before. Which... Oh, did he? I didn't, I didn't know he planned it. Yeah, so he had... I watched it. He had texted his friend at work to say, I'm going to be heading out to the oil drums in a couple of days. So he'd booked the... He knew he was going to kill the wee girls. And, like... <coughs> sorry. In, um, like, prison letters, he writes to a journalist and he says, you know, I knew that when I took the girls home that that was going to be my last meal with them because I knew I was going to kill them after that. Oh, God. What awful yeah, human. It's, it's, because the wife went away, well, didn't she, for the weekend? So maybe he was. he must have been planning it from then. I really hope he is like yeah. a pretty boy in prison that's getting dropping the soap. Yeah, I hope he. I hope he drops the soap multiple times. Well, it's it's like, like I always think like he'll be getting like probably beaten and all sorts in prison, but you know, a bit closer to home. That um, that NHS <coughs> doctor, and she's been killing all the babies. What? Have you not seen it? No. You must have seen it. She's killed like thirteen babies. 
Oh, a, was it a nurse or a doctor? Well, maybe it was a nurse. Maybe yes, doctor, I have yeah. seen it. I have. And, uh, yeah, I have seen it. You'll just get murdered in prison. Oh, for sure. Because there's definitely... They'll, they'll in, know who she is. There's in-prison snobbery, isn't there, for people that are like... Yeah. Like, if people have killed or hurt a child... Yeah. You are going to be victimised. So I'm just like, let her go to prison because she'll get her come up <laughs> there. But like, yeah, she was like a psycho. She was. She tried to kill what? She'd killed one of the babies and there was it was like twins or triplets. And then she was like, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. But then was trying to kill the other one as well. What? I need to I'm read sure into this. I'm just like, what an absolute psychopath. I don't know how people do it. Why go through years of training well, to be a nurse? To do that? Just to murder babies. I don't get it. No, strange people are not On a happier note, Andy, what do you have planned to chat about in this episode? So, well, I've got a... Um, well, actually, I've got something... Before we jump into that, I've got something else to <gasps> both put on an episode. Just to catch up on, but my main things I've got a couple of loose things to talk about. So, the first thing is get your thoughts on, uh, um, like, um, the the fact that there's like an underground school of exorcism in the Vatican. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, my second little loose sort of conversation starter is all about Amityville horror yes. and uh, what happened there. Quite similar to Chris Watts, actually. Yes, it is actually. <laughs> Lauren Lauren did an episode on on the Amityville. Um, I must have missed that one. Must have missed that one. So she is back. quite well versed. I do know quite a bit about it. I also like. I know a little bit about the Vatican underground. It's like my dream to be able to read those files one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you did you see in two thousand eighteen they recruited two hundred and fifty priests? No. So I did a bit. I was doing a bit of research today on it, um, and yeah, like it was a. There was like a news article from the UK back in two thousand eighteen where they basically recruited two hundred and fifty priests to become exorcists. No way. So it's like all going down in the Vatican City, you know. Um, but then also, there's like, have you seen the, uh, the film The Devil Inside? Mm-hmm. Because that's what that's all based on, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And the right, have you seen that with Anthony Hopkins in it? Speaking of Welsh, yeah, it's, been, it's <laughs> been a few years, but I've definitely seen it. That's a good film. Um, this is yeah. this is married up quite well because I've looked into demonic possession versus a psychiatric illness. Oh, interesting. So we kind of touched upon it. We did well. I did an episode on Annalise Michelle yeah. last year. Um, which is what the exorcism of Emily Rose is based on, the true story. She died at the end. Yeah. At least Michelle. She died. Yeah, she did. From exhaustion or something. Mm, I think it was extreme malnutrition. Yeah, yeah. Which, tragic, absolutely tragic loss of life. But I guess if if that happened to her today, could it be avoided under the Mental Health Act? Probably could. If it was reported. Yep, yep. So it's married up quite well. Mm-hmm. 
maybe in other countries in Europe, but obviously especially America, I think it is a lot more religious, isn't it? I think in the mm. UK, I don't think it would fly. Um, no. But I think somewhere more, you know, like, like always amazes me how big America is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, like, I mean, I can, having worked here, definitely Northern Ireland, there's definitely a lot more religious kind of undertones to I suppose, yeah. a lot of the mental illness and stuff. So it's definitely interesting mm-hmm. that, like, how you are raised or what you believe in does affect how m- mental illness might manifest in you. So it's quite, it's quite interesting. And, like, where yeah. is the line and, like, do... Do we have to be separate as like psychiatry and religion, or can you, you know, can both help? But yeah, exactly. Which I think they they can, as long as people get off their high horses, mainly doctors. <laughs> Aren't you a doctor? I am, so that means I can see it. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's a really interesting one, really, because I suppose how you're brought up, like throughout the Bible and other religions, obviously, like, the whole exorcisms and angels and devils, like, if you believe in God, you have to believe in the devil because there's no good without evil sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if you come at it from a scientific standpoint, it's uh, it's maybe harder to get your head around it because you just see, like, the effects of, like, a possession. You say, oh, this person is diagnosed with blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Whereas other people would say, oh, this is a work of God or whatever. Absolutely. And for that person who feels that way, like, it doesn't really matter if we can explain it away as a psychosis, you know, or a hallucination. Like, that feels real yeah. AF it's to real, that person. But... So if they find comfort in wearing a crucifix or having a Bible, like, what's what's the harm? Yeah, exactly. You know? So, not hurting anyone. Exactly. Um, but tell me, tell me about the underworld in the Vatican. Yeah, they, the main thing that I had was that they recruited all those priests. It's like, what are they doing with those priests? Like, are they getting deployed somewhere? Is it like, you know, like Mormons going on a... Um, like a pilgrimage a thing. Like a pilgrimage, yeah. Mm. Um, and I just think... It's a bit more conspiracy, I suppose, but there's so much secrecy around it, you've got to think there's got to be something there. How much does the priest get paid? Maybe they just get paid with love from God. Nah. <laughs> Can that rise with inflation, please? <laughs> Let me look. <laughs> priest, Vatican, salary. <laughs> It was on Indeed. I wonder if you can get a job description up. Here, it's 36,000 euros a year. Stop. Mm-hmm. What am I wasting my time for now? Going then, through to be a veterinary nurse? Literally. Hmm. How much? And you would have access to the Vatican files, which would make it worth it for me. <laughs> I could be like a whistleblower. I'll get in there. Oh, my God. I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they've got apparently got all these the files and stuff, haven't they? With all the what's what they've encountered and stuff on there. Yeah. Um. Well, I will chat for a minute about 
obviously I'm working in psychiatry, I'm a doctor working in psychiatry and yeah, I have seen people who are quite unwell, like psychiatrically mm-hmm. unwell and are maybe having like religious delusions and stuff and yeah. I honestly, I'm going to throw this out there but I honestly think almost every possession could be explained by mental illness. I know that a lot of people are going to disagree with me. Controversial. Isn't that... That, for me, is a little bit even more terrifying that the human mind is capable of, like, convincing... You know, like, that there's a demon in you. Entrapping you, almost. Your own mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is unexplained cases. Okay. Maybe I'll say, like, 99% can probably be explained away. And there's, like... Backtracking now. I know there's been a there's a couple of weird cases, but I um, looked into like certain religions and their presentations with illness. So people who are identify as Jewish, particularly mm-hmm. Orthodox Jew, will have a higher chance of OCD compared to the general population. Okay. Particularly in media portrayal, Jewish people have said in in feedback that they feel like they're portrayed as kind of neurotic or anxious mm-hmm. um, and there's no explicit kind of biblical prohibition on suicide in the Old Testament that Jewish people read but early rabbi teachings indicate that suicide is prohibited in Judaism and hallucinations and delusions are more likely to affect Jewish patients at night because there's a perceived susceptibility to evil at night and demons are reported as in the darkness which it's understandable. I'd say probably quite a lot of people feel that way. Probably in the darkness, you would think, yeah. For sure. I've I seen this quote the other day, and I don't know if you've heard it before. It's like, I'm not afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of not being alone in the dark. For sure. Or not seeing what's there. Yeah. That's yeah. the fear. Um, Jewish people tend to have quite a strong belief in demons or dead souls who visit at night. So it's quite a strongly night thing. And hallucinations are predominantly visual for people who have, you know, demonic possession in, in Judaism. Quite yeah. a lot of folklore. Um, whereas Buddhism, they are likely to have visual hallucinations, but most of them are somatic. So most of them have out-of-body experiences. Mm. Um, sleep paralysis is quite common in, in patients who are Buddhists and... Um, quite a lot of them are mute, so they would completely withdraw from being able to talk, which is quite interesting. Whereas Hindu... Oh, sorry. No, 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 on you go. I was just going to say, like you say, it's, it's, it's interesting how a different belief system is all, almost... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Different belief systems almost um, give different sorts of experiences mm-hmm. you can almost categorize how you're going to present yeah based on your beliefs yeah which is really interesting um patients who are hindu are more likely to have tactile hallucinations so they might perceive that there's an excessive heat that they're very warm um and they believe that the heat is generated as the kundalini energy ascends up the spine Often they're associated with out-of-body experiences as well. Quite a lot of them have tinnitus, so they'll have ringing in their ears and they perceive this to be guidance from a guru above. Uh. It's quite interesting. Um, 
Christianity is probably the one that we know the best, certainly from like movie portrayals and stuff. Yeah. Roman Catholics. Now, I went to Catholic school, so I can vouch for this. There is significantly higher prevalence of guilt. So you're kind of like live your life based on guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever they hallucinate, they tend to be visual hallucinations of either Jesus or God or seeing the devil themselves. The most commonly reported hallucinations are Jesus Christ, Mother Mary and Satan are the top three things that people will see. They often have delusions of grandeur. They'll hear the voice of God in their head. So for patients who are what we would say is manic or her mania, like often they believe that they are Jesus Christ incarnated. You know, they'll have like these beliefs that they are this yeah. power. They might have sleep paralysis as well. I've had sleep paralysis. It's terrifying. But they'll have paranoid delusions of curses or demons. Um, or they might have beliefs that they have a demonic attachment or being controlled remotely. Mm. And um, they have what we would call as thought insertion, that they would have thoughts put in their head by a demon or a dark force and that will tell them to harm themselves. Yeah, well, that, that's kind of similar to what Ronnie DeFeo did, wasn't it, with yeah. the Amateurville? I don't know if I buy it, though. I don't know if he was lying to try and get the insanity plea. Try and get a better sentence, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that's what they claim anyway, isn't it? But, yeah, like... Uh, uh, like you're at almost it, it's 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 corrupting your mind and you're having to do the bidding sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I also now feel very um, underprepared for this chat. No, no, no. I'm just a bit of a geek with this type <laughs> of stuff. I just love talking about it. But and interestingly, patients who are Muslim are more likely to have kind of tactile or somatic hallucinations, and they are attributed to jinn, which is Islam for invisible spirits. Um, so often as well people will experience what, what they perceive as spiritual visitations because they're mm. mentioned in the Quran and 96% of psychiatric patients who identify as Muslim report jinn encounters interesting yeah I mean I was watching I don't know if you've seen it it's on um, it's on Prime I think or, or Discovery Plus but it's called Help My House Is Haunted Andy Lauren and I are obsessed. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Have you watched the one with the lady who has the gin? Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. Some, like, some of the evidence on that is wild, by the way. What an underrated TV show. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, sometimes I think they're full of shit. Fair. But, you know the medium, Ian Lawman? Mm-hmm. He was almost haunted. Was he? And he's so different. No way. I'll send you a picture when we're off this. He's like bald, no beard, very softly spoken, no tattoos. Wow. But now, I was like, I know him from somewhere. Where do I know him from? And then I watched an old episode of Most Haunted and he was on it. Um, I would so love I'd a reading from him. Before and after. But yeah, there was, there was that episode where that woman that, uh, had, had the gin in the house mm. and they were like, Asked her to call like the dad in or something like that who'd passed away to like help get rid of it because it's all family based. It was a curse, wasn't it? In the end, she had a curse placed on her. Yeah, yeah. In the end, apparently, mm. evidently, but yeah. Have you watched the celebrity um, episodes of that? The celebrity ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like just seeing the houses. <laughs> Me too. Have you watched the new series? 
Yeah, I watched the. I watched all with Steve McDonald, but I was only half watching it. So I need to go back and watch that one. I watched the one with Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. Oh yeah, the one with Very Steve nice. McDonald's. They're all really good, actually. I like the yeah. one with Louis Spence as well because he's fabulous. He's fabulous. I had no idea that Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen was straight. <laughs> I had no fucking idea. That is quite fair. I grew up watching Changing Rooms in the nineties. That is fair, Andy. And then Mark went to me one day, he was like, you know, he's straight, like, I was like, what? No, he's not, he's not, yeah, straight as they come, apparently. That is why, Eleanor is wild, he's got a fa- quite a fabulous house, albeit haunted, but quite fabulous. Mm. Yeah, very nice, um, very nice house. So, yeah, that's just a little quick foray into how mental illness might present with religion, but um, just to, like, very briefly touch upon, like, the reason why I said I think 99% of possessions could be explained by mental illnesses Mm. the stages of demonic possession are one infestation which involves hearing voices footsteps smelling things seeing things and obviously symptoms of schizophrenia are hallucinations or delusions yeah and then the second stage of demonic possession is oppression so that would involve sleep disturbance anxiety depression um, troubles with kind of in relationships and like physical attacks mm. and that kind of goes into like a thought disorder delusions hallucinations again three is obsession and um, when breaks become between oppression become shorter and four is possession which would be speaking in different voices continuing to hear different voices suicidal ideation you know giving up which is you know apathy or low mood and schizophrenia so yeah that can lead to kind of catatonia and i don't know i think there's a lot of overlap i don't think it's a it's yeah a i think it depends money. what side of the fence you sit on yeah absolutely definitely and listen like, yeah. if somebody came in with that and you know they were terrified and wanting to see a priest like i don't see why you would say no yeah to that that if it helps them out, it helps them out. It's just interesting to see how pe- people might present differently because they've been raised differently. Yeah. You know? No, it is. It's very interesting. For sure. So let's chat Amityville, Andy. Amityville. Oh, well, I, I, I must have missed that episode where you spoke about it. But, um, but yeah, so obviously Amityville is... Um, obviously, it was made into a film or a couple of films... And did you also know the film was cursed? Yes. All this sorts of stuff was happening on set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Ryan oh, Reynolds was, was in it, wasn't he? With Ryan Reynolds, yeah. The one with Ryan Reynolds. I remember clearly in that episode, Lauren being like, I know I'm gay, but Ryan Reynolds in that film is so hot. <laughs> it's so hot. I don't know why I don't know why she turned into a politician. It gave her a lift. <laughs> I don't know why I gave her that, that accent. But, yes. He is hot in that film, but... He is hot in that film. Yeah, I remember people saying it was quite cursing stuff on the set. Yeah, strange things happening on set. It's like... And there's a TV show called Cursed Films, and it like, sort of focuses on different films that they say were cursed. Um, like, the girl at The Exorcist died. What girl? After making it. The, the young girl in the bed. Who, Linda Blair? She's still alive, Andy. The one from The Exorcist. Ah, she owns a dog sanctuary. 
No, I was told she was. I thought the. I think somebody dead. did die. I think one of the priests died, but she's still alive. She was on an episode of. Yeah. Do you know Tyler Henry? Hollywood oh, medium. Yeah, the, the psychic medium. That's the only reason I know that. Yeah, she's still alive. But somebody uh, somebody did die. It wasn't her though. I'm trying to think who it was. He he did an episode with RuPaul. Did you see that one? <laughs> who did that episode? Tyler, that Tyler Henry. No, he didn't. Did he go on RuPaul? Yeah, he did. He did it with RuPaul. Um, and he gets all teary eyed and everything. No wonder. I mean, I quite like him. A lot of people are quite have a lot of beef towards him, but I quite like him. Oh, who RuPaul? Or... <laughs> uh, Tyler Henry. I love RuPaul. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say who doesn't <laughs> love RuPaul. I don't trust somebody who don't like RuPaul. No, me neither. I don't trust it's it. Um, do you um, prefer the UK or US RuPaul? Oh. Uh, it's difficult because I can relate more to the UK version, but... I bloody love Lawrence Cheney. I bloody love him. Lawrence Cheney? Lawrence Cheney. Cheney. Yeah, and you know what? I hated that season. Um, Ellie Diamond. You did? I was going to say I really liked her as well. I hated her. Oh my God. What did she do to you? Well, I think I really liked Lawrence. Fair. He was my favourite. And then also there was like, because obviously RuPaul was like, Lawrence Cheney. <laughs> um, I think like Ellie Diamond was like, why don't you say my name in a funny voice? And I was like, who the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> You're like, stop it, Ellie. Go ask RuPaul. <laughs> I loved Tace that season. Yeah, yeah. Um, tea. And I loved Tia Coffee. Yeah. I, thought she, I thought she was really sweet. Yeah. Did you like Tia Coffee? No, I loved Tia Coffee, I loved it's not it's not the most recent but it's fairly recent. I loved Rosie in like Candy Muse. I loved that season. Uh, I'm not I'm not up to date really. Don't mm-hmm. any of them, them drag queens you just mentioned. Love them. Um we digress, we were talking about Amyville Horror. We digress. <laughs> I don't know how we got from Amonsville to <laughs> <laughs> I could chat shit for hours. Same, especially I mean, about RuPaul. That's the reason why. Um, yeah, so it it based around um, it's almost like a tale of like I can't get my words out. Cause it's been a very long day. Mm-hmm. Um, two families, because obviously you had um, George, Kathy, Lutz, and their three kids who moved in um, to the house in Amityville, um, and they only lasted twenty eight days. So they were like the more modern house. They were the more modern family. Um, and yeah, they they started feeling like a presence in the house. They started seeing things. Um, and I believe George, the dad, started sort of. I'm sure he started feeling sort of possessed, or sort of like the start of a manifestation. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why they only lasted 28 days because they were like, "Fuck this shit, I'm out." Um, but just a, a, about a year before. 
Um, it centres around the DeFeo family. Um, so, 23-year-old Ronnie DeFeo um, murdered his mum, dad, wife, and all of his siblings and uh, kids that were in the house. Um, so he he claims after he basically shot them all in the back of the head, uh, um, and he claims that he he was possessed and that he was doing what he was told to do. Um, but there's just a few things about what happened which I think are really interesting and obviously I want to get your input on it. Um, the main first thing is the way that all the bodies were found, so that they were all found shot dead, but all, like the blood spatter and whatever it was, they were all shot in bed, mm. face down, and it's like, and there was like no, they did like the toxicology and there was no uh, um, like drugs in the system like to sedate them. And it's like, how physically did you murder your entire family and nobody get up and nobody heard somebody else being shot you know? <laughs> yeah exactly like you would be oh there's a massive gunshot got on the next room mm-hmm. um but no they were all so it's like was something else controlling the other people in the family you know because there was nothing found in toxicology because to me that is the only way they wouldn't get up is if they were drugged. I don't know. Um, it's so weird. It's also weird that they were all sleeping in that position as well. Yeah. That's a weird position to sleep in. Yeah, like face down. For all of um, them to be doing it, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, so, it's so strange. And then there's like the, um, the photograph. Have you seen the photograph? It's a really famous one um, of the police when they first got there. Um... No, okay, I don't think I have seen it. Oh my god, it's terrifying. I don't think I'll look at it for a bed. Yeah, I'll send you it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but um, basically, the police were in there taking all the, obviously all the crime scene photos, um, and somebody snaps a picture of the stairs, and there's like a black child with red eyes or like glowing eyes in the corner. Oh, I have seen that. Lauren has shown me that. I can see it yeah 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 absolutely terrifying that's not for similar me. to the chris Watts thing again like with the mm. with the body cam footage um so yeah it's just i really enjoyed like the whole was he possessed wasn't he but then part of me is like i don't think he was but then how would he kill his entire family without anybody getting up like that's what i keep going back to Mm, that is weird. I mean, for me, I don't think he was necessarily possessed because there seemed to be like, from what I remember reading into it, I think there was an element of premeditation slash he went to like work after it to try and like yeah, almost give himself an alibi. Do, I watched a video on it today and it was like he, after he'd murdered his entire family, he got out of all his clothes, had a bath, and then with all you know his family dead around him, and then he went yeah he went to work for the day to try and give himself an alibi. And apparently, I remember Lauren telling me this like apparently from like previous behaviours like that was really out of the ordinary that he actually turned up to work. 
Apparently yeah. you used to not turn up. I mean, same. I hate work too. What a babe. I still turn up though. <laughs> got two jobs now though, Joe. Literally. Got to turn up to them both. Oh God. The fact that he turned up and everyone was like, eh? What's he doing here? <laughs> eh? What's going on? What's occurring? What's occurring? Okay, I don't... <laughs> that was not the right accent. Yeah, that was nearly as bad as my uh, Scottish accent. Yeah, I know. It's because it's it's cause we're tired. We can blame it on tiredness, Andy. You should be like, do you yeah, know what? I'm, trying our best. I am technically half Scottish. Are you? Your accent, yeah, dad, your accent did not concur. Are you? <laughs> my, um, I can do it sometimes. Um, my dad was born, so my granddad was in the Navy, so travelled around. Um, and my dad was born in like a... A military base. Um, I can't remember which. It's it's like a nuclear base somewhere in Scotland. I can't remember where. Oh, cool. Um, but that's where my dad was born. So technically, I'm like half Scottish. Oh yeah. Yeah, Scottish and Brummie. My mum's a Brummie, so it's a bit of a combo. That is a combo. <laughs> that is a combo for sure. Um. Yeah, the Amityville. I don't think he was possessed. I think he tried to pretend he was. But yeah. my question for the Lutz is, what like what did you expect moving into a house where all that happened? <laughs> Classic white family, innit? You right. Know? Like moving in, they're like children. They're like bargain, let's move in here even though horrendous murder has occurred. Red flags, yeah, left right and centre. Literal like walking through a red flag to get to the front door and say <laughs> by it. And then they're like, oh, it's scary to live in. No shit. A family was literally murdered there. What did you expect? <laughs> they deserve to lose all that money on the mortgage. Well, like, why would you buy it? Would you buy a house like that? No. No. I wouldn't even go near it. Me neither. Come on, guys. This is really basic. Need to get with it. Need to get with it. Um, but imagine that it's, like, worth a lot because it's in, like, upstate New York, isn't it? So... Well, that was one of the big red flags, wouldn't it? I think it was only bought for something like 80,000. Nah. Upstate New York. If it sounds too good to be true, it is. It's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, those are, those are my two little things I wanted to have a little chat about. But yeah, I do feel very underprepared. But <laughs> oh, There wasn't anything to prepare for. We were just having some chit-chats. Um, I really enjoyed that. That was quite a nice little episode. And they, they sort of like worked quite well with each other. They actually. did. They did. And can you see where I'm coming from about like el- mental illness and demonic possession? Like how there's a lot of overlap. Yeah, def- definitely. I mean, yeah, a lot of the things are the same, aren't they? They're quite similar. So, someone who thinks they're being chased by something, for example, well, they could be, but it could be a mental illness, not necessarily. Like I said, it depends what side of the fence you sit on mm. and how you've been brought up, like you say, because it's like, will affect what you believe. Yep. Very, definitely, very. definitely. But I've really enjoyed this for the final episode of season two. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for coming on. Well, thank you for asking me. And yeah, um, two seasons. You've been doing it for two seasons now. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing it? Must be good Nearly a year. Yeah. Yeah, coming up for you. Time flies, doesn't it? Time flies when you're having fun and being scared. 
Always. Always being scared. Always does. But, um, but yeah, thank you for having me on. I've really enjoyed it. And um, when we finally got round to it, and my Wi-Fi wasn't being shit. <laughs> well, not for next time. To do it We're this not for way. next time. Do it this way. Mm-hmm. It's been really good. But thank did you... you? Sorry, quick question before you go. Did you end up going um, round Lawrence that night for winter solstice for your eggnog and your snowball? No, I don't know if I did. I went round to Lawrence, but I don't know if we did that. We went to Lawrence and we got a chippy. <laughs> nice. Well, I can't have any of that. Because since we last spoke, and you were talking about it in one of your previous episodes, I've uh, got celiac. Oh, bless you. So I can't have chips anymore. Wait, can you, why can't you not have chips? They've not got gluten in them, do they? Yeah, it's like the, it's like the oil that they fry them no in. No way. Yeah, so like, I've, I have to go to like special, if I want um, gluten-free chippy, there's like one by me, but it's like 10 miles away. Oh, <laughs> that is tragic, Andy. Right. I'm so sorry. Basically, all my diet, I've like, changed, so I have to have shitty mm. gluten-free pasta, oh. gluten-free bread, which is like three times the price. Also, gluten-free um, bread is like the worst thing I've ever ate. It's horrible. It's, it's horrible. horrible. Beer, can't have beer. Oh. Can't have Marmite. I mean, would you be guided about that? Do you like Marmite? Uh, yeah, I, I love Marmite. All oh, right, okay, I'm really love. sorry. I can't even have gravy, I have to get special gravy. You can't even have, Can like... There's gluten in gravy, it's ridiculous. Um, There's cereals you can't have. No, I have to get special cereal. And crisps as well, some crisps, hey. It depends on the flavour, so like mm. uh, salt and vinegar tends to be quite good. Oh. Um, but yeah, so uh, you were talking about it on one of your like, latest mm. episodes with Lauren, saying you thought you might have an intolerance, so I thought I'd bring it up. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. I'm so sorry, Andy. Yeah. At least I know what it is, though. Like. Oh, absolutely. At least it's a diagnosis. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, I'm really sorry you have to have, as a gal who's also had to have gluten-free bread, I'm very sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'll get used to it at some point. I'll just stop. I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to lose a load of weight. You can make your own bread. You That's know? what someone else said to me. Yeah, get a bread maker. It'd probably be nicer than the stuff you buy, like genuinely. Yeah. But I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you've enjoyed doing this episode. I very much enjoyed it. Hopefully you have too. I have indeed. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next time for season three. See you on the next one. Well, you won't see me, but... Um... <laughs> well, you probably will. Sorry, <laughs> but at some point. At some, some point. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.